Ellie's here. Hello. Hi, Chris. How are Hi. you? <laughs> uh, how am I? Ooh. I've just come out of a music lesson and I'm trying to figure out how B diminished fits in in the scale of C. How about you? Oh, um, okay. I've just <laughs> I've just been making some soup for uh, my children's dinner. I've just left it. Oh, is there a fire risk here? The children need feeding and... Oh, no, it's fine. I've reversed everybody oh. and the uh, the soup has been taken off the heat. It's like maturing. Maturing. Oh, yeah. delicious. We've, we've not spoken since the gong night, the big gong night, right? We haven't. And I'm really curious to know what's shifted for you in the last few few days. How many days did it now? Four days go? Five? <laughs> For four days and, and I need to remember to call it a gong bath as well I keep calling it a gong night a gong night is a comedy night where you get voted off by a gong a gong bath is very different uh, it's the last episode isn't it where we spent a night being got being gonged by these massive giant symbol like things that made a lot of noise and, and, it, and it, yeah. the theory is it, it has an effect on you right would that be a fair um, yeah it, the gongs Oh. So, a bit of wisdom yeah. that you get from it. So, depending on what it is that you were needing and how you need, what gongs give you. Yeah. So that's why I'm curious to know what's happened for you. What did you need? What's happened? Um, I would say that the first, I've had a, a sleepless night of sleep, but I've been resting really well. I've been sleeping in, which is is unusual for me. I'm normally up at you know crack of dawn, ready to get on, but I've been sleeping in so feeling rested um i wanted to sort of i, I wanted to soften around the, the fretful thinking that i sometimes I, I kind of fret a little bit there's a little kind of fretful boy inside me and i wanted him to know that everything's all right so you yeah, have been feeling actually quite relaxed and confident and um yeah kind of playful but also re yeah relaxed as well i think so yeah maybe has something has shifted i'm not sure how about you where are you up to with it, with the gong after effects? I was excited to talk to you about it, actually, because I noticed something. Yeah. Um, I, can't, I think it was yesterday I noticed um, that I I felt very grounded. And mm. I didn't realise that I wasn't grounded until mm. I now feel grounded, if that makes mm. sense. So mm. I only noticed that I've, I've been having these... Um, I've been feeling, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, uh, a lot more over the last few days. I've been sort of present with my feelings. And I have mm. this, I have this love-hate relationship with my feelings and my emotions because mm -hmm. they are they are what drive me to be really compassionate and really empathetic. And mm. um, mm. however, that's the love side of it. But the hate side of it is that I struggle to control my emotions sometimes and they can overtake me. So I do, I can. Mm -hmm. So for me to feel, mm -hmm. of maybe losing control of them, which will manifest me bursting into tears um, or yeah. presenting me, me crying. And that's any emotion tends to result in me crying very easily. And the last few days I've been able to feel emotion and feel feelings without without being scared of them does that make oh, sense yeah. kind of 
they I've felt grounded enough to be able to handle them and welcome emotion that's come okay. and not feel overwhelmed by it. So that's it was just a really interesting shift and like this calm, grounded feeling that I have. Mm. So and you mentioned I sent you a voice message the other day, didn't I? And I think it was about six o'clock in the morning. And <laughs> you commented saying you sound like really <laughs> calm and sort of zen <laughs> uh, and yeah. in contrast to you I've been waking up really early I've been up since half four this morning I've just been I'm here I'm awake let's go on with yeah. the day wow god there's so much there's so many directions we could go in there I guess first of all what I was hearing was this and I love this about humans the way we can have feelings about feelings <laughs> I, know. I was hearing, yeah that, that that extra layer of complexity like having emotions is not enough for us. We've got to feel a certain way about having some like love and hate about oh. feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially like us when we have to reflect on those feelings mm. <laughs> and interpret them. <laughs> you get this infinite regression of feelings leading to other feelings. <laughs> this multi-layered, yeah, pyramid scheme of emotions. So I was hearing that, and, and that's been a problem for you in the past, like, yeah, the, 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 that those feelings about feelings, but it sounded like, you, then you used the word grounding, and I, my immediate reaction was, what do you mean grounded? I'm hearing the words grounding, grounded, and present. What, what does that mean? Because I don't want people to get lost in kind of culture lingo. Like, I know what it means, but for the benefit of everyone else, what's your experience of, um, of, of what grounded means, feeling more grounded? I suppose it means I feel quite safe. Um, from a visual mm. point of view, I probably feel like I'm quite um stable on the i kind of mm -hmm. i visualize like the roots ground keeping me sort of stable um i don't know that this is going to help so anybody who doesn't understand because <laughs> it sounds a little mm. bit strange <clears throat> but it, yeah i just feel very kind of connected and secure and very safe and i feel it bodily so i feel it in my mm. sort of heart space in my chest mm. Mm. wing uh, confident content this is okay. Yeah. Panicky or worried or <clears throat> or anything along those lines. What does it mean to you? I could get behind that. I think it was really helpful, especially the tree thing. Yeah, you just feel safe, comfortable. Yeah, like your feet on the ground. I mean, for me, it's I'm, I immediately go to being up in your head, which is like a perennial problem of, of people who do improv like me you can just you just feel like they call it crazy town it's where your imagination your brain just flies away from the where you are mm. at the moment with, with someone playing a game with someone together in the room like eye contact and we're very we're very much with alongside one another but the alternate that the the opposing for, um non-groundedness is yeah yeah my head's miles away it's flying away you're bringing in penguins and aliens and dolphins and you you're just so far away from where you are in the moment that you're not on the ground it's like that's where it comes from I guess doesn't it like you're grounded your feet are on the ground and you are safe and you're able to just be relaxed about what is happening and it's happening in front of you and you're aware of what's happening I, I guess that's what grounded me for me and, and safety yeah safety's I don't think you can be grounded without feeling safe yeah. maybe mm. I agree and I think we tend to live <clears throat> live in a perpetual state 
which means we are in our mm. head quite a lot because we're trying to survive. Um, and it's mm. you can't, I don't think you can be in fight or flight and be grounded at the same time, uh, not in that <laughs> moment. So it's that. Mm. And I suppose I'm, I'm noticing it more because it means I'm not usually feeling grounded. So mm. it means that I am maybe yeah. alive, which is, which is an interesting reflection. Yes, and I'm just thinking like that. We do a lot of self work and looking after ourselves because we've experienced what it's like when you don't. Mm -hmm. So we're lucky enough to have felt grounded. But I guess if people are in a perpetual state of kind of stress, precariousness for whatever reason, whether it's work or your, you know, the cost of living or screaming kids, whatever it is, and that keeps keeps you in a constant state of. being aroused and activated and your nervous system's in panicked or, or is panicked or stressed is, is, is you called it fight or flight you're not going to know like what else there is below that like the kind of the, the safety you just think that's normal to live in that state you know of constant yeah I can't think of any other word than unsafe panic you know yeah it's a low level fear isn't it your body is experiencing fear at yeah. a subconscious level and mm-hmm. and that yeah unfortunately is it feels a bit like the norm um, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of people don't like the difference yeah yeah i'm just thinking about how can <clears throat> excuse me bring this alive i wanted to shoehorn in an experience i had earlier this week and it fits in actually quite beautifully so there's no shoehorning needed actually but uh, <laughs> I, I, can I, can I, I show it <laughs> you do it you'll be good at that as well right so um yeah gong bath was late last week friday you and i spent saturday morning together and it was it was nice and we just hung out and it was very relaxing and caught up on sleep and then i was behind on my diy i'm renovating the top floor of my my house and i thought it'd be really nice to get my desk in so i've got somewhere to work that's peaceful and i'll get my desk done so I set myself that kind of little unofficial thing that I was going to do on on uh, Sunday. Sorry, Sunday. So this is the Sunday after the gong bath. And I just started doing that job. Then I started doing another job. I was going to put a pane of glass in. Then I realized that the radiator needed to be moved. And then I realized the walls needed painting. And before I knew it, the, the one job had multiplied to eight jobs. And it was just going off in all directions. 6 p.m. that same evening of Sunday, I'm running around trying to finish and tidy up to get my bedroom back to sleeping fitness like so I could actually sleep in there and my entire body was racing around I was like really physically um energized and my brain was in computational mode it was like looking at the jobs figuring out how to do it and what resources I'd need and measuring and just just building in my head and I was like oh I know what's going to happen here I'm going to be just thousand miles an hour and I'm going to find it really difficult to relax and essentially what had happened to me as I'd lost all the grounding by doing some old behaviors that I've done in the past where I just completely just raise ahead of myself and don't manage my state and then I'm lying awake at like one o'clock in the morning going ah this old chestnut here I am completely ungrounded and even all my old trusty tools like doing some stretches some breathing um shaking kind of soothing all these kind of things that they helped eventually but I I just ended up using a couple of sleeping tablets and just checking out on it and totally lost the grounding and the next day I was like oh you silly sausage 
So yeah, that. <laughs> but there is a happy ending. But any, you might want to jump in on the story so far. What, what, what do you think? Can you relate to any of that? I can. It's making me think lots of things. I'm curious to know what your response there was. Oh, you silly sausage! What actually? What was your actual inner narrative? Um, it was knowing what it was. It was not getting angry and frustrated at myself, which can often make insomnia worse in my experience, like wanting it to be different the way it was. It was just a kind of a gentle, warm inner smile, like a gentle chastising as well. Oh, Chris, you know this. You've been doing DIY for 20 or 30 odd years and you know what happens when you run away with yourself. So it was a kind of acceptance, the kind of welcoming that you were describing earlier on, but, but of a different feeling, a different mm. sensation in my body. In this case, one that I didn't want to, to be this way. You know, like we were talking about emotions, about emotions. I was feeling stressed and and kind of on it and motivated. And I was feeling about that, wishing I wasn't. So maybe angry that I was feeling about that way. Um, so, yeah, we, after doing, um, after having experienced this many times, just patience, calm, acceptance, with it so that was the narrative it's like oh you silly sausage but kind of like a loving pat on the head type thing you know what i mean it was like okay this is just going to be a poor night's sleep you know tomorrow will be different this will pass sort of thing which which is not my usual go-to yeah. space that's mm. really it's like you you're at the other end of um well what i can imagine is that that hasn't always been the case that you haven't no. always been lovingly <laughs> chastising of yourself no. No, so that's no. taken growth. When you look back at what you did on um, Sunday, what's can you pinpoint now in hindsight the point you're from? And I'm assuming you were like in flow and really enjoying it and just getting yes. lots of satisfaction from. Do you think it went from being in flow where you, you're energized to actually draining? Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for naming it as flow. It was flow, I was in just loving it loving the productivity loving the reward of getting things done exactly that it was probably normally like mid-afternoon it's like time to slow the throttle down ease my foot off so it was like i knew at six o'clock i'd looked at the clock and there was part of me but going chris 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 you know what i mean that that was the point at which it was gone too far and but the, the part of me that wanted to get on and get the bedroom just right and just, just ready for bed that the, the, the didn't want to relent. And I kind of, I let it win on that occasion and I've learned my lesson again. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much compassion and empathy for you because I recognise <laughs> all of those traits and it wouldn't mm. surprise you to know that I've fallen foul of them many times. Mm. Mm. So, so I can recognise that that lovingly, chastising mm. that you did of yourself that is tough to mm. be in that sort of playful space after yeah you know what you've done yeah so what I mean, was the rest of the story well it's, it was playful and then like a half one in the morning you're going okay right yeah okay now we now we can sleep come on so there was that element that the happy ending is um well it's it's a lifeline we probably will end up talking about a lot on this podcast which is i was like I don't think I'm going to be fit for much work today. And also Mondays are my day. So I got the dog. We drove down to the near the river and we just walked for about an hour and a half in one direction, then turned around and came back. So it was just wandering by the side of the river. 
soaking in the trees and also I had a chat with my friend George so I had the nature I had the the pounding my feet on the ground I had the animal next to me and also a little bit of connection from my new friend getting excited about things so I just gave myself these little things I'm gonna sound really smug now like I've got my life sussed and I absolutely haven't this is hard one <laughs> lessons that I know that if my brain's so fizzy that I need to get out into nature you know i need to move my body but in a not in a rushed way yeah that's yeah. the happy ending yeah and that's taken years i'm assuming of getting it wrong oh. to get it right for you oh yes and i still get it wrong i still get it wrong like it's only because it happens to fall on a monday that was like mondays are mine mondays are kind of a, a cave day so it's okay to do this to give myself permission to go and not do very much of anything and just take some medicine. Yeah. And that's okay. Like I noticed today that, um, yeah, despite I've had lots of, lots of different things to do today, but they were all on my own terms. It was all and when I chose to do them. Yeah. And I have a very different feeling this evening than when I'm sick. And that's something that I've learned not to fill my calendar all of the time because that makes mm-hmm. me very ungrounded. Um, and yeah, I think, well, I've got all of these things to do. If I just do one more thing, then I won't have to do it tomorrow. So I'll have a really productive day and I'll have a crash and burn day the next day. But today I have, Uh, it's been, yeah, I've had quite a lot of autonomy today. And I think I messaged you earlier. You said you were going for a swim, didn't you? I was very jealous. Yeah. For a swim. Um, (laughs) And because I'd been, my early rise, um, doing a lot of admin, I could start to feel at that point that my body needed movement. So I started mm-hmm. to do so. Yeah, I did a, a Joe Wicks hit workout, swinging a kettlebell around. Um, no. I could feel the difference in my, in my body afterwards. I, I expected to. I didn't. I felt really energized because I'd started to move through some of that sort of tiredness and the just. What is it? It's like a. I'm wiggling my. Wiggling my shoulders like a, this needed me to move to move my body as much as my mind's been moving to sort of equal up the scales a bit balance them up yeah can you um relate to that yes yeah definitely like movement uh, creates more movement in me and movement is often what gets the best of me but what i'm hearing in you is is you're tracking yourself and your state and you're managing it um kind of I guess in the way I did um noticing that there was too much of, of the movement but um what I was intrigued by what you said in there is you sound a lot more defensive about your time and something about you said like having a productive day too productive day being too productive and too on it will result in a crash and burn day mm-hmm. and I'm guessing you're quite fierce about how you schedule your time is that what we're saying here is that what works for you yeah, um, I'd like to be. Right. My ideal would be that I would choose how I spend my time. Yeah. Uh, that's how I, 
I'm the best version of me to use that really cheesy overused saying. Um, mm. But I don't have that luxury being a mum of three. Um, so if I'm, so I, I work in a local primary school three days a week, which I wasn't working there today, which is why I had a day of autonomy. Um, and that usually results in me being asked to do things a lot and being interrupted a lot, which yes. cognitively can be quite hard. It, it's, it uses a lot of energy cognitively to be interrupted a lot. So I don't get the opportunity to be a play very often. Mm. Um, despite it being a job that I love to do. And then the same happens when I come home from the school, my three children are at home and they need to do things. Or if I sit down, then um, I've got to get up and make dinner. So I don't get a great deal of time to just be and have my own autonomy. Really precious to me when I do get the opportunity to do that. Yeah. That thanks for bringing reality. Thing? Yeah, yeah. It does. I'm going to say thanks for bringing reality back into the conversation because I'm here talking from a point of privilege being a single self-employed person who can just have a day off if I really need it. But yeah, there are many of us probably listening who have families, jobs, other responsibilities listening to me going, yeah, great. <laughs> but you can't, it's really hard to defend your time. And it's really hard to spend time grounding yourself, you know, because there, there are all these other demands. So like, oh, tricky. So yeah. I'm shaming myself here for being the way I am, and I'm, uh, I, I regret that. No. But it is an important point. It is a really important point that we don't all have the luxury of having time to ground ourselves. It, it does, for, for many people, I imagine it's a, a luxury. And even so, even if you don't have the same dependence that I have, that doesn't mean that you wander around in this perpetual state of being grounded <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't automatically equal <laughs> that. Yeah. it doesn't equal yeah. that you're free from the just those sort of yeah i want to say burdens but it's one of those realities i did have this morning I did have to take um, one of my children to a hospital appointment first thing this morning but part of me thinking well I could still make that networking me to do this and I could still get to go mm. and do that but because I'm feeling quite grounded at the moment I was able to tune in to say no <laughs> that's not what you need right what you need right now you're being given the opportunity mm kind of get into like a little flow and do what what your body needs when your body needs it to and it's really helped mm. it's massively helped me <clears throat> and previously I would have struggled to have that time to myself because I there's also another million and one things that that are stacking up to do in the house but I I know mm. that I needed a, a day where I was doing what I needed to do rather than what I had to do does that mm. make sense mm. Which again is a very much yeah. place of privilege. Yes, yeah. It sounds like there's a a real call for pragmatism and some compromise, but also some ferocity when you are you like 
you know, you text me and I'm like, my body needs to move now. <laughs> you just have to. But also sometimes the burdens, if it had come, <laughs> will come along and they will <laughs> win, win in the moment. But other, you know, it, I, that's what I'm trying to say. It's, it's, yeah, it's not realistic or proper to have a, a rigid calendar of grounded self-care all the time. It's just life does not work like that. Mm, and it's just about the way that I at a time when I can and sometimes that mm. happens to be a, a couple of times in one week other times it will be six um, in which case it will then require longer at the end of those six weeks to be great mm. things like the gong the gong bath why I do things like walk in nature why I do things like connecting mm. with people like mm. feed myself up, up. I well how about you i'm just uh, i'm just been just <laughs> sitting on the compliment that i feed your soul you have said that before oh, so i don't want to gloss over thank you ellie uh, and likewise likewise um it was what was i going to say then it was really insightful though no, it's just flitting away oh that was it uh here comes my genius get ready it is that no it's sliding away it's sliding away. No, it's coming back. There we go. It's a case of not letting it slide away, slide too far to the point where you're so frantic and ungrounded that you, you're, you're into kind of meltdown, burnout, breakdown territory. It's like knowing that you can sustain or endure a certain amount of not giving yourself the nature, not giving yourself the exercise or the other things that you enjoy. But the monitoring yourself and knowing when the point at which it, it now is essential and you need to do something about it. That's kind of the the what I'm hearing, maybe. And then I'm trying to abstract some wisdom from this now. What do you think? Yeah, it it is. And I have recognized, I think previously, um, before I had my period of burnout, I would see it as a see that I was failing somehow, that I everybody else around me seemed to be able to cope with the pressures and demands of day-to-day -day life and why was it that I wasn't able to do that so I would see it as a flaw mm. in my abilities um, which would push me to do to do more and try to be more and accomplish more now I have so much mm. more self-compassion yes actually I'm a human and I'm not a robot and <laughs> to to rest for periods of time because busy schedule as most people do and that's okay yeah well nice oh delightful I'm, I'm just it sorry go on yeah contemplative. Just... <laughs> I was contemplating What's happening? It was the thing about you said about I'm I'm a human, not a machine. I think that is we don't think of ourselves as machines. Maybe in our twenties, but we certainly try and treat our bodies like we are. Mm -hmm. And it's only when you know you hit your thirties, mid to late. Well, certainly, at some point in your thirties, you realise that it's an age of consequence, and you can't mm -hmm. behave as if you are a machine anymore. Or it certainly was for me. And and that just only gets worse as you get older because your body just starts reminding you of the cost that if you try and live like you were when you were 
younger when your body could be treated like a machine. Um, it's just unavoidable. So that that's what caught my imagination there. That that that, that realization that we are human, uh, we are machines, and our energy is and motivation is is kind of uh, finite. The word, but yeah. Anyway, it's it's a human thing, you know. Yeah, it is, mm. and then it takes you until you're in your forties to properly realize that your body won't won't keep up even if you do try <laughs> to live like yeah. you your body stops you before you can get that far yeah yeah okay Ali um I'm looking at the time that feels like a nice little juncture to wrap things up unless there's anything more you'd like to add no I just as always love our little <laughs> half hour catch-ups our excuse to just put the world to rights and talk about all things bodily yeah yeah it certainly is and uh yeah god bless nature as well for um having my back certainly in my recent experience it's yeah. it's taken me a while tuesday to, to feel that that groundedness again but it, it worked knowing that that, that that medicine's there you know yeah, yeah it really does i um i did need to go for a, a walk today but the rain was so mm just so severe that I will need to go for a walk tomorrow yeah that pragmatism again <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, I it's hope been... you managed to sleep this evening Chris oh I've been sleeping like a baby last night or two yeah definitely I think we'll be alright we'll be grand Ah, thank you for joining me Ellie pleasure as always speak to you soon see you soon bye bye, bye.